What's up, everybody? This is Sharon Shabazz. Head over to therealhiphop.com slash store right now and get yourself a t-shirt. The t-shirt bears the Real Hip Hop logo, and they come in three different colors with sizes that range from small to double XL. That's therealhiphop.com slash store. T-H-E-R-E-A-L-H-I-P-H-O-P.com slash store. Shirts are shipped domestically and are only $10. So check them out and support the show. Peace. Shabazz, and you're listening to the RealHipHop.com podcast. On this episode, I talk to Chicago MC T the God. Over the summer, T the God released a full-length album exclusively on Bandcamp, produced entirely by fellow Chicagoan Max Julian, called "I Am God." The album is described as a sonic ode to mid-90s grimy New York hip-hop with lyrics from the perspective of an inner-city Chicagoan. On this show, I talk to T the God about why Chicago is about more than drill music, his opinion on those who discredit the Black American struggle, and his new album with producer Max Julian, I Am God. Okay, um, how did you hook up with producer Max Julian to decide to do I Am God? Oh, man. Uh, I got introduced to the homie Max by the homie Johnny Guns. You know what I'm saying? Johnny Guns is an MC, you know what I'm saying, located out uh, in Waukegan, Illinois. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's that squad right there. That's bro now. So uh, basically, I got introduced to Johnny Guns, I believe, through Dr. Mindbender, who is another producer, Chicago producer slash engineer slash one-stop shop. You know what I'm saying? So... And I got introduced to him by the homie GQ, the teacher. You know what I'm saying? So basically, I put out a uh, a freestyle over. Uh, it was a uh, it was called 96 Nas. It was kind of like inspired by Benny the Butcher 97 Hole, but I did it over the uh, the Nas shootouts and um I gave you power beats, and uh Benny the Butcher retweeted it or whatever, and GQ saw it, and I hooked up with him like that. From there, I hooked up. He hooked me up with Dr. Mindbender. We started recording. From there, I got hooked up with Johnny Guns, and Johnny Johnny Guns put me in in tune with Max. Okay. Um, Explain the name, though, T the God, because uh, calling yourself a god is pretty... uh, (laughs) It's common in hip-hop, but not in, you know, everyday life. Right, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? And some might be looking at it as being blasphemous or whatever, but just to start off, I'm not really a religious individual. I'm more of a spiritual individual, you know what I'm saying? But God, if you look at the name, it's not spelled G-O-D. It's G-A-W-D. And G-A-W-D is in all caps, which is shorthand for acronym. 
So the meaning behind God, that just that portion of it is getting ahead without devolving. So when I say I am God, that translates into I am getting ahead without devolving. And what that basically means is I'm going to get where I want to be in life without compromising my manhood, my morals, my code of ethics, or making myself look a certain way I'm uncomfortable with just to get a quick buck or a quick look opportunity or whatever the case may be. So it's not really on no religious shit. But if a motherfucker want to go there and take it there, I mean, in the Bible, it says man was made in God's image. So if you can look within yourself deep enough, you are God. You are of him. If he said, I made you in my image, that's what the book says. Okay. I'm not saying you could walk on water. I'm not saying you can heal disease or anything like that. But what I'm saying is you could pray all you want. Ain't nothing going to fall from the sky, but snow, hail and ice and rain. You know what I'm saying? If you don't get up on your own two feet and make it happen, it's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So you have that power. You have that ability. You know what I'm saying? But in my case, you know what I'm saying? And my old rap name was uh, Tragedy. So I just took the tragedy off and just kept the T. You know what I'm saying? Because my guy, shout out my guy Fable. He used to always call me Tragedy to God. You know what I'm saying? Young Yahweh, Tragedy to God. My homie Tragedy to God with G-A-W-D. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, it got a it got a nice ring to it. But I was kind of over the whole tragedy thing because a couple years ago, it was some blogger from New York who used to give me shit about the name Tragedy because of Tragedy Gaddafi out of Queensbridge. Shout out to Queensbridge. And I did want to be unique and have something of my own, which calling yourself a God and rap is not that unique, but I, I, I wanted to make it my own. You know what I'm saying? A lot of dudes call themselves the God or a God, whatever God, this God, that God, but there's really no meaning to it. Like I'm, I'm always big on meaning and, and having something make sense. And I just saying shit just to say it, you know what I'm talking about? So I just took the G-A-W-D, put an acronym behind it and I stand on that shit. It's not something I'm trying to live up to. Like that's, that's, that's me as a person. Fuck rap. You know what I'm saying? That's who I am. I'm not going to make myself look no type of way foolishly just to get a come up or something that somebody else might deem as a come up. Right. I understand, man. I understand. Um, there's a song on the album called More Than Drill Music that touches on the youth in the city knowing that we're not limited to that genre. In your opinion... How did a city that produced Common, Twista, Lupe, even Kanye become mostly known for drill music? Fall, you rapping ass niggas who think your flow is superior. Uh, shut the fuck up and get used to feeling inferior. I mirror the likeness of them niggas you call the greatest. The cadence is A-list, a mainstay on many playlists. Supreme spiritual being, mean lyrical fiend. Get the picture like them niggas that fling spherical things. I am God, G-A-W, fourth letter. I'm more clever, get the whores wetter, get more cheddar. I stepped it up a level now that I can afford better. Your blaze rusty and dome, my nigga, this war severs the head of any opposition. Haters wish they could stop the mission. Was shitting on niggas back when they ain't have a pot to piss in or a window to toss it from. You got a little drip, but bitch, I'm letting the faucet run. I'm expecting an awesome run. Should have been here, but you know they say better late than never. I was under the underground, couldn't escape the cellar. Made it to the surface, and now I'm ready to scrape whoever. Throw me a rack, I can hop on your track and make it better. If I had it, but my niggas was broke, we ate together. Way back when we was chopping up crack on a plate together. The streets was frigid, I lived it, I couldn't take the weather. So I chose the art and chose to embark on a 
great endeavor. I vow to never perpetuate the conditions of getting lost in the system. I sees visiting prisons just to get a glimpse of what was intended to be a father to him. Still in the innocence, in the sense I'm a brother to him. I am God, the author that brought the slaughter to him. I'm just talking to him. I'm bothered by what these artists doing. Fuck around, get bombarded. I leave your squad in ruins. All my shit is flawless. These fraudulent artists targets to him. Far from just another one of these rappers. I'm something different not to be mentioned with none of these rappers. Everybody the best. I guess that I should humble these rappers. I'm unimpressed. Not even in jest am I under these rappers. I done paid dues. I made moves and slay crews. Lyrically, I'm moonwalking on water and sway shoes. I gave jewels. Some niggas missed it. I gave clues. The niggas that still couldn't get it remain fools fuck them you never hear me crying over support a hold a foot murder shit to stand over the course it's time to eat you greedy niggas hand over the forks you get burned when you refuse to hand over the torch it's obvious i want the crown and the throne you now in the zone with a nigga who exhibit his power through song bars harder than the gravel and stone these cowards is known to try to come at your dome when your value is shown from the city where rapping niggas get their swagger and slang from made a profit off it then take it back where they came from but when the hype dies in a couple minutes of fame done We wonder why we back where we started That shit is lame, huh? I'm here to put the city front and center with this real shit And show these goofies we capable of more than that drill shit Get used to me, I'm something you gotta deal with They put the battery in my back and forgot the kill switch And I ain't here to be friendly, just so you know And I ain't from no rack, motherfucker, I'm from the go 44th and Cicero, LeClaire Courts You think it's sweet or slug in your brain, make you share thoughts It is what it is, no need to question the meaning and wonder why Oh my soul the best rappers alive come from the shop, bitch. I think just the overall obsession with mainstream America and the black experience when it comes to like just overall street shit. I mean, we seen this with the 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 crazy rise of NWA. You know what I'm saying? Like they was really kind of like the first to really stand on that gangster shit as far as rap. I'm not saying they were the first to do it. But they was the first to like really stand on it and and do it well. And they sold a shit ton of records off of that. So it's always been, I feel like the black experience, especially when it comes to like gangster activity or street activity, has always been fetishized by mainstream America. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's that's a big part of it. You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, Twister, Lupe, Common, Shauna, Crucial Conflict, Tracks the Psycho Drama triple darkness like the list goes on do or die you know what i'm saying it's like it was so much diversity in what we did and everything has a cycle when it comes around that's just the youth's expression on how they do their shit and i mean you got a little trap in there we got a lot of trap in there and we just took it and put our own spin on it what they took it and put their own spin on it and um and you got what's called drill uh but it's I feel like drill is reality rap at its fucking grimiest. You know what I'm saying? Because as you as we see, a lot of these shorties is dying behind this shit. You know what I'm saying? So I just think it was time for something new. And they say hip hop or rap is always a, a young person's sport, a young man's game. And to a degree, they do have a large influence on, on what's being heard and what's popular at the time. But I just think like, I, I, I really can't put my finger on it, but I just think like it just took mainstream America by storm. And again, it goes back to the the fantasizing of the, of the, of the street shit. There's another song on the album called Not For None with Vic Spencer. And Shout you out to home. 
Where? Where? Vic's Vic's a he's a good dude, man. He's a good dude. Yes, um, you incorporated a lot of Chicago classic artists and references in your verse. Um, what artists from the city influence you the most? Tune, sing along, pop rap. No, this is not that. This is putting Chicago back on the top rack of movement. We bringing hip hop back to the city. That bullshit been voted out of committee. This the final tick, the resurrection of common sense. This is masterfully crafted. You bastard, this shit like magic. This when all hell breaks loose. This adrenaline rush. This Chicago, this nigga, Chicago, who the fuck is killing than us? This is too much for the industry to handle. Why dismantle shit? And how your family gathered together, sobbing with candles lit. 110% with the shits. I gotta warn you. Homie got the city locked like 26 in California. Uh, don't let a nigga tell you otherwise. The mother guys about as deadly as butterflies. Thugging and singing lullabies. I'm confused, unimpressed and amused Come take a step in these shoes Your final destiny looms, bitch I'm on fire, think it's best that you give me room, bitch Cleaning these niggas up, go get the mops and the brooms, bitch I'm the custodian, all these rappers recycle trash Stay in your lane, you might just crash These niggas only confident in their lyrics When they twisted and light and gas Just to sober up and realize that shit they write is ass Gluteus Maximus, this is truly what rapping is Rappers get shitted on as if I took too many laxatives I'm leaving my name off any top rapper list is sacrilegious these funny rapping niggas act suspicious and they lack the proper fit in they bridges dressing like bitches this is strictly for critics and niggas that listen to lyrics still i might not ever sell a million plus but i bet my life when i recite the shit i write the people feel the rush the real masters of ceremony who i applaud a one-man riot squad defying odds i am god Definitely all the ones that I mentioned. And I'm glad you picked up on that because I don't know how many people actually picked up on that. I feel like with rap nowadays, it's a lot of the shit is taken for granted and it's more so just words over a beat. But I'm from that old school. So it's like, it's definitely meaning behind what I say and it might be more than one meaning. But to answer the question, definitely artists like uh, Crucial Conflict, Twister. Like I thought I was baby Twister at one point in time. Like that man really put the battery in my back as far as rap and making me believe I could do it coming from Chicago. Uh, Kanye, uh, Common, Lupe, uh, Shauna, Infamous Syndicate, uh, Shauna and Tifa, um, Cap One, um, who else? Like I said, Do or Die, Snipers, Triple Darkness, Psycho Drama, uh, Traxter, Seawall Mob. Um, the list goes on, man. Rest in peace, Johnny P. Like that. Like I said, I, I'm... I'm 34, you know what I'm saying? So I'm an 80s baby, but I came up came up in the 90s, mid to late 90s and the 2000s. So, you know what I'm saying? The usual suspects, some that might be forgotten as of right now because of the recent uh, rising of some of the Chicago uh, stars out now or Chicago heavy hitters, but definitely all those and some. There's another song on the album, um, Make It Home Safe, that... Um, a lot of young men in the city can unfortunately relate to how were you able to overcome your circumstances and not fall victim like so many others do? Hey, 
Luckily, I have to credit. Uh, I have to credit that to my mother. Um, luckily, she made it happen, and she moved me and my little sister and my little brother out of Chicago when I was around sixteen. So I was born and raised in Chicago. Grew up in Leclerc Court. Shout out to the AOC. They took the buildings, but they can't take the memories. Uh, and what led? She she used to always say, as the neighborhood got worse, are we moving? I'm tired of this shit. We moving. But that she was saying that for years, and I'm like, yeah, all right. And as a young black man in that in that environment, you don't really see past your immediate surroundings. So I figured like, shit, I'm going to be here forever. You know what I'm saying? Like the only aspirations I had was to rap. There was nothing else, you know? So I kind of felt like I was going to be there forever. And it wasn't until we actually got out of there and I got older and looked back like, damn, had I had she not did this and pulled this off? I probably would be just like everybody else, either in and out of jail or maybe even dead. Cause I was definitely getting into shit that I knew was wrong, but it's like, I was in, in that rebellious phase of my life. And it's like going from a boy to thinking you becoming a man and wanting to get from up under your mother. I was uh, brought up in a single mother household with a little brother and a little sister. So getting from under that and wanting to explore and be on my own and thinking I'm ready for shit whole time. I really wasn't, you know what I'm saying? In a few instances, 
occurred that showed me that I wasn't ready and that I thought I was grown, but I really wasn't. You know what I'm saying? So just basically her, her definitely getting us up out of there was the key to me still being here right now. Cause ain't no telling where or how I'd be had she not did that. Man, that's interesting because it reminds me of like, I moved out to the suburbs. I'm like five minutes from the city. I'm not deep in the suburbs, but I moved like 20 years ago. And I remember my cousin saying, why would you move out there? What's what's the point? And then he moved like three blocks away from me. And he's like, man, this is great. I don't hear gunshots. I don't, you know, it's it's like a different world. And what you were saying about only knowing your surroundings, I think way too many of us get trapped in, you know, um, our circle. It's like the common lyric where he says, I asked my guy how he thought traveling the world sounds. He found it hard to imagine he had been passed downtown. Respiration is my shit. Oh, yeah. That's one of his best verses, but it's so true. Um, Some of us never leave our circle. That's that's and, real shit. And I feel like, not to cut you off, sorry about that, but it's okay. It's we romanticize the hood, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. It's like it's sacred to us. And I feel like that's deeply embedded in us, embedded in us as black people because shit, we don't have nowhere else to call ours. You know what I'm saying? It ain't that many black elite. I mean, you go to the south suburbs and you see it, like shout out my guy Away, like I go out there to, to bend on him years ago and some of his family, you know what I'm saying, live out that way. And it's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? You see the big ass cribs that to me, I call them many mansions. The nearest neighbor is damn near a quarter of a mile away. And it's like, it's just reek of lavishness and extravagance. We aspire to that, but it's a small percentage of us that's, that's there. You know what I'm saying? So the quote unquote, the hood, the land, that's ours. And I feel like we romanticize that shit but it's so much more to to life than the fucking hood, and I don't, and unfortunately, some people never get to understand that. Fortunately for me, I was able to grow. You know what I'm saying? Age more. You know what I'm saying? Get about the mind state that I was in as a youth, trapped in those surroundings, and I was able to see shit. And it's nothing wrong with loving where you come from. I'm not saying you have to turn your nose up at where you come from. It's a lot of fucked up shit that go there, but at the same time, it was home. I'm not going front on that. And I had a blast as a shorty running through them row houses at certain points and times. At other times it was, it was, it was fucked up and it's fucked up in a lot of these areas like that, especially in Chicago. But it's all about being able to mature and develop because you don't know it all when you were shorty, especially when you limited to, to just that, that square block radius, you don't know shit. That's all, you know, unless you blessed with a family and you could travel and and shit like that and see different things. I didn't have that so much. Like the furthest I went to get away from the hood was Dalton, Calumet City. You know what I'm saying? Michigan every now and then, every blue moon. So it was like being trapped in that. I didn't see a white person unless I went downtown or my teachers at school. Like you don't know how to interact with certain people. And that's crazy because we all human. But you only know how to interact and how to handle certain situations with what you see and what you've been taught. And some of that shit is subconscious. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you just go into survival mode. You go with what the fuck you know. 
You know what I'm saying? So it, it's crazy and it's real deep once you looked at it. Like I'm thankful to the motherfucker regardless of what some people may say about, oh, you ain't lived here since this age or that age. You ain't from here. A motherfucker could never take my experience, uh, experiences away from me that I endured growing up in Chicago. I don't give a fuck how old I was. And shit, it's in, cer- in certain cases, when you're 16, you consider damn near a grown-ass man in certain situations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So a motherfucker could never take that from me. I, I'm at where I'm at, and it is what it is, but I got peace of mind. I ain't raising my shorties in that shit, because I tell you this, if anything was ever happening to mine on account of some bullshit, I wouldn't be one of these parents, and no disrespect to nobody. I wouldn't be one of these parents crying for justice on TV. And I'm going to just leave that as it is. So I don't feel bad about not being there or not growing up for the my entire adult life there. Like I seen enough and I experienced enough of that shit to where that shit would always be embedded in me. I'm forever Chicago. Mm-hmm. A motherfucker can't take that from me. But at the same time, it was imperative that I grew and matured and got out that mindset and experienced and saw and did other shit. If you don't grow, you stagnant. You What the fuck you doing if you're not growing? So... Like I said, unfortunately for some, a lot of people don't get that opportunity to get that far outside the city and see other shit. But more, most definitely, the world is much bigger than your hood. But to answer your question, it's just like we feel we feel like that's us, that's us, because we really, where else can the fuck we go? You know what I'm saying? So it's fucked up, but that's how I see it. The song The Spook Who Stepped in the Booth is the most important record on the album. Um, you perfectly break down our struggle as black people in America. What do you say to those who might suggest that we shouldn't bring up America's problems and we should either accept this mistreatment or leave? And if we don't have it, you ain't gonna have it either, cause we gonna tear it up. Hey, fuck them stars and them stripes, cause where I'm from, we live an arduous life. And the very government that we up against is the cause of the strife. All too often, your skin color just might cost you your life. We march and we fight, seem like you better off if you white. They killed our leaders, we aborted the mission. Distorted our vision like cataracts, then doubled back and gave us cracking Cadillacs. From fight the power to hugging Trump, can you imagine that? The satisfaction idols, just a mascot in a MAGA hat. Uh, you know it's me from the repulsive dope aroma. Split a crack of shit for what they did in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I reciprocate your hatred till it's too painful to take it. This is dedicated to the ancestors that never made it. For those that had the courage to be daring, defiant. Who used their voice to uplift us and didn't care to be quiet. And made sure that we was carefully guided. I piss on J. Edgar Hoover's grave. Spit in the face of Carol and Brian. Curse the families of every cop involved in killing Fred Hampton. They laugh while we live amongst trash like Fred Sanford. Excused from all crimes, even when called red-handed. They brought us here on ships and we was left for dead, stranded. This country smoking mirrors, this shit is not what it seemed. The U.S. government was found guilty of killing Dr. King. He reached the mountaintop after declaring free at last. Long live El Hajj Malik El Shabazz, uh uh-huh. We are oppressed. We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. This for the elders who chose to stand up and sit in when bitten by German shepherds. They sprayed you with high pressure hoses, hoping you learned your lesson. And yet you kept pressing. You met oppression with aggression. You gave direction to the next generation of adolescents. You held 
hold your head high, made them respect and integrate us. Now they great-grandchildren look up to us and imitate us. We provide them culture, some of us choose to side with the vultures, but came to drive a force when we was once described as chauffeurs. Used to be they nannies, now they raised on foreign fluence. Was told proper grammar, but now they speak our slang fluent. From all your sacrifices, now it's fortunes we obtain, and it's an understatement to say we run in sports and entertainment for all our heroes unsung. They stole us and held us captive, made us build the land and told us go back where we come from. Listen, I wipe my ass with a star-spangled banner, cause they wanna leave me laying in an odd-mangled manner. The FBI is now investigating the death of a black man who died in police custody in Minneapolis. A disturbing video shows the man pleading that he can't breathe as a white officer was kneeling on his neck during the arrest and kept it there for several minutes even after the man fell into a fourth floor. <laughs> what I say to them? <laughs> man, eat a dick with A's on the tip. That's what I say to them. But to put it in, uh, <laughs> to put it in, in more... Um, to put it in a, in a more uh, correct, and I ain't gonna say politically correct because ain't nothing politically correct about me, but to put it in a more respectful form, I'll put it like that. It's 2020, right? I feel like regardless of what color you are, your mind state and the way you see things is how you wanna see things. The black experience has been told throughout so many different media outlets by word of mouth, by movie, film, music, all of the above, right? So if you can't, mm. it's not about sympathy. If you can't gain some sort of empathy or understanding, I overstand it. Being as a black person that come from that, I overstand it. If you ain't never lived it, you can't overstand it, but you can understand it. You can try to put yourself in somebody's shoes, pay close attention to certain experiences and certain things you see and hear and go from there. But if you feel like that in this day and age, it's because you want to. It's because you bought into that at some point in time in your life. You know what I'm saying? I, whether it was taught, whether it's something you heard and you identified with, but you bought into that. So with that being said, it's no secret that we've been mistreated since we've been here. And for the people that want us to just forget, okay, why well, celebrate Columbus Day? Why celebrate Independence Day? If you want a motherfucker to just forget, why celebrate y'all victories? But you want us to forget our shit so bad. You know what I'm saying? Why celebrate anything that happened um, however long ago? Why celebrate any of it at all? You know what I'm saying? It's like if you want us to forget, and why would you forget? Like, this is major mistreatment of human fucking beings. Like, animals get treated better than black people at certain points in time in history. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for, for the longest, motherfuckers wasn't even considered a whole human being. Three-fifths of a man? The fuck is that about? You know what I'm saying? But I'm supposed to forget that? Like, you you, you kept motherfuckers in slavery and bondage, and it wasn't just indentured servitude. Like, you was really brutalizing and raping and, and torturing motherfuckers on some sick, psychotic, mentally ill shit. You know what I'm saying? And we, and we supposed to forget that? And, and 400-plus years later, Everything evolves, technology uh, evolves, everything evolves. But if you pay close to fucking attention, it's a lot of uh, debris still left from those times, from slavery and all that shit, Jim Crow segregation and all that shit. Mm -hmm. None of this shit has been completely eradicated. Look at the prison, uh, the prison system, the school to prison pipeline. Why in Chicago is the government defunded and knocking down schools, but building prisons, though? 
What the fuck is that about? I don't you want to give the resources and tools to the future of the future generations to lead us to wherever the fuck we going? You do that through education. But you knocking down schools, you defund the schools and you build them prisons though. And you knocking down the schools in these impoverished ass areas because what? Crime is big business in this fucking country. And this ain't even a country. The United States of America is a fucking corporation. You know what I'm saying? Why do that? Like what sense do that make? It's common sense. You knock down schools in these impoverished ass areas that already got high crime rates and you increase the crime. Why? Because again, crime is big business. So you funnel these shorties from a young age. They like cattle. You funnel their ass from these from the first and to go before that, you take away all the gang chiefs. And I'm not trying to act like shit was all good back in the 80s and the 90s. It was still a lot of crazy shit going on, but for the most part, it was structured. You take away the gang chiefs and shit like that, and it wasn't by accident. They knew exactly what would happen. You knock down the projects, you knew exactly what would happen. Now you got a bunch of wild fucking cowboys with no structure, no leadership. All these motherfuckers, from, they went from high-rise tenements to everybody is spread it out now. Of course you're going to have fucking chaos. It's literally anarchy on the streets of Chicago and in so many other uh, states and cities. And on top of that, you knocking down schools in these areas. You funneling motherfuckers from an early age into these motherfucking prison uh, situations. And then you making big money off that shit. You privatizing uh, the prison system. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers is, is, is learning trades while they in there, but they can't even get out, come into the real world and profit off of that shit. Like, that's, that's slavery. And while you're in there doing that shit, you get paid pennies for the day. Not pennies on the hour, pennies for the day. Like, that's modern-day slavery, if you ask me. And then we see the shit with the way unarmed black people are being, like, killed at alarming rates by, by uh, police. And we all know what the earliest form of police was. Fucking slave catchers. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And they backed up by this fucking, um, this contract they got. They union. They, they not liable for none of the shit that they do. That's why you can't sue a cop. That's why you've never seen a cop be sued for, like, some civil shit for like wrongful murder or some shit like that or bodily harm because that shit is all in these contracts that they signed with the, with the state, with the government. Like they can't be held accountable for this shit. They put it here for a purpose. And that's the reason why they get off with desk jobs or paid leave. And we just starting to see motherfuckers get fired now, or they get off with light ass sentences for murder. Basically. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit, it's, it's not hard to tell, man. Like, it's, it's really not hard to see. But if a motherfucker ha- already has it in their mind that, oh, this certain group of people is just whining and they don't want to be better and look at them, they savages, they kill each other. Like, that shit that you've been fed and that shit that you've chosen to subscribe to. Mm. Wow. There's nothing to add to that, man. That was perfect. Uh and and everything you said was on point and true. Um, I want to go deeper into that, but you know, no, I definitely it's, understand. It's 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 pointless, like you said. It's it's um, people believe what they want to believe, and um, those same types of people are programmed by outlets like Fox News and. Alex Jones or whatever his name is and uh, all these right wing uh, outlets and they feed them bullshit. And they eat that shit up. And they eat that shit up. It's the same way what? with the Black Lives Matter shit, right? Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter has been in existence for, for years now. I don't think it's been quite 10 years, but maybe 6, 7, 8 years, something like that. I believe right. it started, I'm not sure if it started with Trayvon, Martin, 
or the Freddie uh, Freddie Gray situation. I'm not sure which one of those situations, but it started I'm not even. around six, seven years ago. Let's just put it in right. that time frame. It's mm-hmm. still people that's combating Black Lives Matter with all lives matter, right? Mm-hmm. My thing is social media run shit, especially in the United States of America. Social media run shit. The first thing people go do is run a social media to get their news on whatever topic. So mm-hmm. it's been many attempts at explaining the theory behind Black Lives Matter. Not that black lives are the only lives that matter, but we matter just as much as a white life, a Hispanic life, whatever life. We matter too. So why are we being treated this way? And a story. But you got motherfuckers that continuously want to give their rebuttals like we saying, oh, we the only ones that matter. Fuck y'all. Like nobody never said white lives didn't matter. And then with the blue lives matter, hey, I, I love being black, but I didn't choose. God didn't give me a consultation and say, hey, I'm finna send you down here to this thing called Earth. What you want to be? You want to be black, Mexican, white? What you want to be? <laughs> I didn't get a choice. I didn't get a say so in that. But if I die today, resurrect me 10 shades darker. But I didn't get a say so in that. But you chose to be a cop. What you mean blue lives matter? You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all get away with literal murder. Well, and all that. Like, I'm sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I think that it's it's that perception it, in that bubble, in the world that they live in, they demonize every single person who was unarmed and murdered. Oh, this guy had a record. Oh, this person, you know what I mean? It's like, throw out the window that this person was not a threat, didn't have a weapon, none of that. Um... None of that matters. Their history, their past history. Oh, he was selling cigarettes. It can, the most trivial bullshit is reason enough to murder black people to them. And it's like you said earlier, three fifths human. You know what I mean? Like we're not human to them. It's perfectly fine to kill black folks. So um, yeah, blue lives matter to them because black lives don't. Exactly. I mean, if you want the short answer, I know I could be a little long-winded, but exactly. <laughs> I agree 100 fucking percent. I mean, that's just, if you if you paying attention and you seeing with more than your two eyes, that's what it is at the end of the day. This is not my opinion. Like, this is just what it is. Like, I'm a totally comprehensible person. Like, I, co- I comprehend very well. I have my slow moments, but I comprehend very well. And, I mean, it's right there in front of you. Like, you need it to be served up to you. Like, it's right there. I mean, millions of people didn't take to this situation uh, in Minneapolis for nothing. And I'm just, I'm talking about more than black people. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. George Floyd's, his situation, people didn't flock to that, to that situation for nothing. I'm talking about people of all colors and races. Like they didn't just hop on a bandwagon. It wasn't something to do because we was on lockdown. Like being on lockdown definitely helped because there's been many situations that didn't get that same look. But being on lockdown definitely helped because when you on lockdown, if you're not reading or watching TV, you definitely got your phone in your hand and it forced people that's not used to seeing that shit to actually see like, wow, that was wrong. He killed that man. That man was begging for his fucking mother who was already passed. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. come on, man. If you can't see the murder, the evil intent in that, what the fuck are you looking at? How are you looking at it? Well, they, it, it, we're going in circles because it's, it's, we're three fifths, we're not human to them. 
it's okay to put a knee on a black person's neck for no reason. For uh, was it a fake twenty dollar bill? That's perfectly yeah, like reasonable. Counterfeit money in their that's mind. A misdemeanor. That's a misdemeanor offense. Which anybody could have a counterfeit twenty, but um, that's okay to them. I actually saw a person say, "Well, he did drugs that day and he had COVID, so they really didn't kill him." <laughs> right. <laughs> like seriously, that's hilarious. That's Eight hilarious. Minutes. I, I would. That person that they said that I would love to put my knee on the back of their neck for half that time and see how they feel. <laughs> exactly. With exactly. all my body weight and just kneel on the back of their neck. Like, do you know what's located? Do that, not you, but do, does that person actually know what's located to where his knee was at? Like, as far as like your anatomy, do you know what, what's what's there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, do you yeah. know what's, what's actually there? Like, I'm not going to get into a whole anatomy lesson, but the, the, wow, man, the, 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 the goofiness, the, the total fuckery of some people is just crazy to me. Well, but here's the thing. It's always been this way. It's like you said, 400 years. So it's like you can go from the 1500s till now. um, Every and we've and this from their point of view, like my question initially, you guys have come a long way. What are you complaining about? There's still a long way to go. And Mm -hmm. you could kill black people on video and get away with it. Exactly. Tell me there's not like there's more shit that needs to be done. So, yeah, I mean, we could go on and on about this. Um, Let's close, man, because this album is uh, definitely versatile. It's not all heavy topics. You know, it's just it's 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 battle rap. It's stories. It's it's a little bit of everything. Most definitely. Who is the I Am God album geared towards? I Am God is geared towards the hip-hop head in general. I'll put it like that. And when I say the hip-hop head in general, I mean those who live, who are of, and who appreciate the culture. And you don't have to sound like me to be of the culture. You know what I'm saying? But it's definitely for the, 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 the avid hip-hop head in general. This is for this is for the that little boy sitting next to his stereo waiting for his favorite song to come on. So he could just have that feeling. This is for the kid or the person, whoever, that that that's writing their heart out. The pen is is bleeding all over the pad. True, raw emotion. The, for the ones that feel like they got all the talent in the world, but it'll probably never be heard because what it is they do might not be the quote unquote wave right now. You know what I'm saying? And for anybody in general that just can appreciate good content for the person that, that, that appreciates, that still appreciate lyricism, storytelling, the whole boom back, uh, boom bap aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I'm from Chicago and I was definitely brought up and raised and shaped and molded by the Chicago legends that came before me. But New York taught me how to rap. Actually, Chicago taught me how to rap first. New York helped me perfect my my craft. You know what I'm saying? So I sound like a if it's a such thing a Chicago New York nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like the the flow and the cadence is 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 East Coast. You know what I'm saying? The, the beats is boom bap and, and and East Coast. 
but you could tell the grammar, the lingo, the twang in it is all Chicago. So that's what molded me and influenced me early on. And I'm just putting my spin on it being that I'm from Chicago. Perfect. All right. T to God. Thank you for joining the real hip hop.com podcast. Yes, sir. All right. Good luck with the album. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, my man. Right now we should start the show.